Kia ora beautiful and welcome to episode 67 of the Get Confident podcast. Today we have a guest on and she is amazing. Honestly, you can just hear in uh, the laughs that we are having how good this conversation is and how much it is flowing. We're talking all about human design today. This is, uh, I guess for, for lack of better terms, a type of personality test that you can do. Uh, it is free. Now there's two options. Option one, is you can listen to the whole episode today and then once you get to the end, once you've got some awareness, some understanding around the benefits and uh, how you could really apply the human design chart to your life, you can then click on the link in the description below where Claire shares with us a freebie that gives you all of the insights, all of the uh, understanding and awareness around your own chart results. Okay. So either way you are having an option where today you get to do your own human design chart and you actually get to understand it because as you'll hear in this episode, I did my human design chart years ago. Never even looked at it afterwards because I did not understand a thing. But Claire breaks it down, makes it so simple for us all to understand. So that option one was to listen to the whole episode, do the free uh, activity at the end, which is in the description below, or... On the flip side, if you're like, oh my God, I'm so keen, I'm so eager for this, you can do it right now. Check out the description and there is a link there from Claire. You just have to put in your name, email address, and you're automatically going to get sent a download. Click on the download and that gives you all of the instructions to go and get your human design chart. Go uh, do the test, get your results, and then you can start walking through with us as you're playing the episode. So I think either option would work perfectly fine. Uh, The main thing is to listen to the episode, right, so that you can take away as much goodness as possible. That's enough from me. I'm so excited for this episode. So let's get into it. I'm Janelle Hosking and you beautiful are here to get confident. No more self-doubt, no more overthinking, no more what ifs. I'm helping you grow your confidence so you can live a fulfilled life. Welcome to the show. Okay, we have got a very special guest on the show today who is going to essentially demystify the human design profile test thingy. See, I don't even know how to explain it because I did my test a few years ago. I opened up the results and I was like, what the heck is this? And literally hit X, dragged it into a folder and haven't looked at again since. So Claire Campania, I'm so happy that we have you on the show here because this uh, this profile, this test, you can clarify for me in a second, is really helpful for helping us to get to know ourselves and especially helpful if we are looking to uh, improve or work on our life purpose, our own identity, which is exactly what Claire helps her clients do as well. So Claire, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love this topic, so I'm excited. Absolutely. So first off, is it profile? Is it a test? Like, what is it? Yeah. So technically that image, basically, that it spits out to you is called your body graph chart, which, you know, that piece kind of makes sense. It's a body, (laughs) if you will. Um, And so just a body graph chart. And the other thing that people will call it, because this is essentially what that is, Mm. it's specifically for you. If you know how to read it, it's telling you 
how energy is flowing through you. So that means how it's, how you're inputting it, but also how it's getting received when you're outputting it as well in obviously a very nuanced and complex way, as you can tell by looking at the body graph chart. (laughs) Okay. So if you have just listened to Claire's response and you're like, I've got no idea what the heck is going on. Don't worry. Stick around with us. I have got so many questions that demystify and make this so, uh, I guess, easy to understand that by the end of this episode, you are going to go and do your human design chart and it's just going to make sense to you. Not necessarily every part of the um, body image there, but you know, Claire will explain to you exactly how you can utilize it in your everyday life. But before that, Claire, we want to get to know a little bit more about you. With every guest on the show, I do a this or that. So I give you two different options and you have to choose what one is more like you. Okay. You're ready for it. I think so. <laughs> I think. It's perfect. Chocolate or vanilla? Oh, I used to be a chocolate girl, but I am vanilla these days. Wow. Okay. What's your favorite treat snack meal with vanilla? I 100% of the time I'm going to choose ice cream over every other dessert. Vanilla ice cream is so boring. I So I will say <laughs> vanilla based ice cream should okay. be the kicker. Like I'm okay. not going to choose the, the double decadent chocolate with brownie chunks. I'm going to choose the vanilla base with some like Snickers swirled in or something like that. Yes, yes. Oh, you guys are so fancy over there. We don't, I don't think we have something like that here in New Zealand. Um, I I haven't, I've seen like Moro ice cream and Cadbury ice cream and stuff like that, but I haven't specifically seen the Snickers. I'm going to have to keep my eye out for that for Snickers because Snickers is a very yum chocolate. We have some <laughs> weird ice cream flavors here. Honestly, my favorite is salted Oreo though. That's just the absolute best ice cream flavor. It's from like a local place down the street here and it's addicting. It's so good. <laughs> wow. You are blowing my mind. I've never, I haven't even had, wait. Yeah, we do have Oreos. That's, that's actually just come out here. These Oreo sandwich things that like you just kind of eat them, you know, like they come out of a packet and you eat them straight away rather than yeah. having to put them in a bowl from a two liter tub or something like that. So fascinating. If you are online shopping, do you sort by price or by rating? Rating, 100%. Oh, okay. That's good. Do you prefer the city or the countryside? This one's tough because I'm a blend. Like where mm. I live is I am about 10 minutes outside of the main part of the city, but I feel like I'm in the suburbs and I like that I feel removed, but I'm not. Yeah. like I like the think- ability to go <laughs> like within three minutes to still get to the grocery. Yeah, definitely. The uh, My thing's always been proximity to a grocery store. Like when we're looking at different towns to live in, different locations, I'm always like, where's the nearest grocery store? Because you can live in a small town, but I don't want to live in a small town that's so small. I have to drive an hour and a half to go get some food, you know, especially if it's say like pre-period and I'm just really craving some chocolate. Like I'm not driving that far to get it. It's not happening. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess technically if I have to choose, that would probably mean city because I've got, I've got to have the convenience of being close to things at the end of the day. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Do you like cooking yourself or do you like being cooked for? Uh, Also probably a combo. I I tend to cook more, Mm -hmm. but I like going out to eat. I don't necessarily like when other people cook for me, but I like going out to eat. Uh, I love it. And one more, uh, would you prefer a social media message like an Instagram DM or Facebook or a text message? Like what one are you likely to reply to first? Well, since you 
ask the second question, I probably am more likely to reply to a DM before I am to a text just mm. because I feel like, first of all, there's the red receipts on them. <laughs> <laughs> and texts just seem less urgent for some reason these days than they once did. That is so interesting because I think for me, I let my messages, all of them, to be fair, I let all of my messages compile up <laughs> to the point where sometimes I'm just like, oh, I'd just rather call that person. Or these days I, I voice message a lot. Like if someone messages me on social media and I'm multitasking or I've got a really full day and I don't want to let it go too long, I'm like, you're coming along with me. All right. We're just going to, yes. we're going to audio this thing. <laughs> I am that friend, you know, those memes that are like when your friend sends you a three minute voice message yes. and you have to take notes on your response. Like I'm the friend leaving the three minute voice message. So sorry. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I'm that friend as well, but I also have friends who leave a three and then leave a four and then leave a two. So you've got all of that. There's, you know, exactly. it's like a 10 minute phone chat kind of thing. Yes. I love it. I love it. That is so cool. Okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, Clear? What happened in your life to get you to this point where you are a life purpose and identity coach? And what led you within that into human design and astrology? Yeah, it was a journey for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I was a the stereotypical person living that stereotypical life, I guess, of just doing exactly what was expected of me and what I thought I was supposed to do, what I thought I wanted to do. Um, and I hit this point, luckily early on in my life, I like to think hopefully it will be early on in my life, you know, to hit this peak achievement already in my corporate job. I was a high achiever. I was getting recognized for it. I was getting compensated for it. It was exactly what I had gone to school for. You know, it was like uh, checking all the boxes. This is exactly what I planned <laughs> for. And it's panning out how I wanted it to. And I'm mm. still not happy. Happy is not even the right word, but fulfilled is probably the better yeah, word. For sure. And, you know, Q COVID, Q 2020, and you have nothing to distract you anymore from mm. what's actually going on in your daily life, at least for a minute there. And I basically had no choice but to recognize how disconnected I had become from my, my values, my desires, what I actually enjoyed or didn't enjoy. And I think I got so caught up in the being good at something that I just thought that meant I liked it too. Mm, and that's wow. not always the case. No. Um, and I don't say that to be like bragging about like, I was so good at my job. It's just, I felt a lot of shame around it. I sat in that discontent at my old job for a really long time silently mm, because yeah. I didn't want to tell anyone that I was unhappy because how ungrateful half the people in the world are suffering right now with COVID going on. And like, I literally have a, this perfect job that I make a lot of money at and I'm really good at like, mm. oh, first world problems, <laughs> <laughs> which is true. But also yeah. I really was so, so low and so disconnected. And I, mm. I basically got to this point of not being able to tolerate how uncomfortable I was in that situation. And I started taking action towards self-discovery in any way that I possibly could. And, you know, long story short, two of the modalities that helped me to 
really recognize what I already knew deep down and tap mm. back into that mm -hmm. reconnection with myself were astrology and human design. And, you know, you, I think that's kind of what happens to most people when they go through that self-discovery journey. For sure. You mm -hmm. like, you take a hundred different steps and you go further down the paths of the ones that resonate with you the most. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is so fascinating that you were led down this path of human design and astrology. And obviously in today's episode, we're focusing more on the human design side. And I mean, we could always get you back another day for astrology maybe, but um, the the human design profile just really, I'm going to keep calling it a profile. I feel like that's the easiest yeah, that's way fine. for me to describe it. <laughs> The, the human design profile, it seems really complex and there's a lot to it, but let me know if I've missed anything out. It is all about helping you to read your energy of what fuels you and what drains you. Is that right? Or is that a little bit different? Yes. I The way that I kind of break it down in one sentence, if you will, is it oh. helps you to understand how to find more flow and less resistance because you understand your unique energy. How is it getting received? How are you inputting it? What do your cycles look like? Um, it really just allows you to stay as in flow as possible. Okay. And we want to stay in flow, right? And because that's obviously what was happening to you. You were at your corporate job and and the, there was a flow there for sure because you were doing so well and you were, you know, definitely at a high earning potential and all that kind of stuff was going really well. So there was a flow, but it wasn't your flow. It wasn't the internal goodness flow. And so human design then helped you to see that and can help you throughout your life to stay in flow with different... Uh, experiences or different opportunities that you're exploring. Exactly. Like at a certain point, if you are really ignoring and resisting the way that your energy is, is moving through you, you're going to feel like you're swimming upstream. Mm. And that's kind of what I think of when I think of that analogy. It's like, this helps you to just actually swim through the path of least resistance. Which is so good because it really is a common thing when so many of us have lived our lives, uh, whether it was knowingly or unknowingly people-pleasing and living out our own lives, fulfilling other people's dreams, you know, whether that's our parents or maybe even teachers, just someone close to us, we end up doing these things and we, we're not aligned with that and that's not what we're meant to be doing for ourselves. So, um, Tell me why should somebody want to uh, know their profile and make a priority to actually go online, do the test and, you know, make this part of their life moving forward? Yeah. So I do want to just say for anybody that is listening, if you are familiar-ish with human design, or even if you're looking at your chart and you see the word profile, I just, the only reason that I have to say that is because that's a part of your design too, is the word profile. Okay, okay got it, <laughs> so, got it, got so it. So don't get too hung up on that. We're talking about the overarching theme of what the whole thing spits out to you <laughs> is what I'm answering right now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and like, to me, I think it's so, so useful. I've seen this for myself and for clients and friends that it just allows you to, it, to me, it feels like a recognition. It's like this permission slip of 
things that maybe societal expectations to your point or ego or whatever it is like needing to make money, whatever the Mm. thing is, Mm. the brain basically is pushing us in a lot of different paths at all times. And this just helps you to stay in alignment with your authentic truth. It's like in every aspect of your life, because you're not, you're not faking it anymore. Because once you become aware of these pieces of yourself, because again, Mm. that's what it feels like to me. It's this recognition, whenever I read those charts, they, a lot of the time, the feedback I get is like, I feel like you've just articulated something that I've always felt or known, Mm. but it was easier to ignore because I didn't know how to put words to it. And wow. And it's not what I've always been taught or it's not what I told what I've been told I should do or whatever it is. And it's, mm. it's like a lot of it is really learning how to trust yourself and that acknowledgement that those signals that you've been getting and those are real. That's, that's yeah. kind of what human design um, brings up a lot of the time is like, ah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I do get gut reactions every time I'm in this type of situation or whatever it is. <laughs> Okay, that is incredible. So I have actually got my human design chart open and you've got a copy of it as well on your end. So I'm hoping that right now we can go through, you're going to explain uh, or share insights into my chart that you have in front of you. And as a default, that is going to uh, educate the lovely lady listening on how this might apply to her or, you know, on what some of these elements are, because I'm still looking at this thinking I'm confused as heck, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) So please, Claire, take it away. And you've got the profile in front of you. Let's just walk us all through it, or maybe pretend like we're having a client session and I've just come to you with, or, you know, I've just done it. And now you're guiding me through these results and how I guess it can, it can help in life because um, there's a lot here to this. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, and I love that you brought that up because I don't even have them look at the chart really. I have a picture of it (laughs) just so they can reference it if they want to go deeper, but that's not what we're doing when we do these readings because I don't personally think that it's necessary to understand or know everything about it. If you don't want to, you don't need to. Mm -hmm. It's when you can really nail down and understand the core components of it, like the overarching components of it, Mm. that's going to be extremely helpful. And if you want to go deeper, you clearly can look at this thing. Like there's no need to even understand anything in the image, basically. If you're just looking at the words that it spits out of the top, what's my type generator, for example, for you? What's mm-hmm. your profile? Six, three. Like, if you can just understand those pieces, you don't even have to look at the chart if you don't want right. to. Great. Now, you just see generator. Is mm-hmm. that what you said when we had our pre-call? Is that what you thought I was? Or is that something different? I can't remember. No, I thought you were. Definitely. Oh, amazing. Look at you, you go. You had to, I knew, I didn't know if you were a generator or a manifesting generator. I think I did say generator though, but you, I knew you had the generating quality. There's five different types. That's the piece we're talking about right now. Those are the energy types. Um, And if you're into astrology at all, and you know, sun, moon rising, like those are the three things you want to know, if nothing else about your chart in Mm -hmm. human design, you want to know your type strategy and authority. So 
if you know nothing else, type strategy authority. Those are the three okay. things. And type is there's, it's basically your energy body, your overarching like aura, if you will, essentially. Mm -hmm. And this is going to help you to understand how you are going to best operate in the world. Um, again, back to just the basics, essentially, of how your energy is getting received and also your own energy cycles. Um, how, how are you accessing it on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. And so as a generator, if you're looking at your chart, um, that second shape, if you will, they're called centers up from the bottom. It's a little square. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the sacral center. It's like similar to the chakra system, if you're familiar with that. And essentially, if you are familiar with the chakras, that is the center of creativity of, you know, like birth, if you will. And yeah. as a generator, that means that center is defined for you. It's always regenerating, creating, having the energy to, to create essentially, whatever it is that you are here to create. And that is going to be essentially defined by what is most fulfilling and what is most satisfying to you, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is going to be unique to every single person. Um, but ultimately, you having that, you know that as a generator, you are meant to respond to life. If you could see your strategy, that's where we're jumping into that piece. Mm -hmm, when you know mm -hmm. your type, that then tells you what your strategy is. Okay. They play off of one another. So as a generator, knowing that you're here to create, you're here to just build whatever fulfills you and like basically just fully dive into that with all you've got because you've got the energy to do it forever if it actually lights you up. Mm-hmm. You're not meant to force things. That's why it mm -hmm. says to respond. You are not meant to initiate situations. You are <laughs> literally meant to just do what you want to do and know that when you're when you are like fully into that with no agenda, you will be emitting that frequency that will attract opportunities for you to respond to. This is amazing because one, my sacral, probably the past year or so, I've been so like aware of that space. And anytime I go and get energy clearings, there's always, um, I don't know, there's always, I want to say there's always stuff there or like, I, I think I hold a lot there as well, but I, I definitely feel this connection to like um, creativity, inspiration from that part of my body, which is just so fascinating. Um, as someone who's not, you know, I've said this before on the podcast, not super duper spiritual, but um, mostly because I can't articulate it in words, you know, like you can feel uh, spirituality in, in life and in everything you kind of see and do, but then it's really hard for me at times to articulate and define that. So I then will just turn around and be like, I'm not that spiritual because it's that easier option, especially when you have a podcast like this, bringing other people on to talk about that. So that's amazing. And then the to respond thing as well is incredible because um, I had a phase, which I've also talked about on the podcast, where I was trying to do things and trying to like force things into creation and it wasn't working. And I ended up having this little like a little bit of a meltdown to be fair. And I just released everything and just let it all go. And I was like, it's, it's fine. Like everything... I want in this world and I want in life is going to happen. I don't need to control it and let's just flow. And the funniest thing is at the start of this year, I have 
you know, for this whole year, I've been leaning into that a lot. And the amount of things that have just come my way has been incredible. Even if it's just like a one-off conversation, but it gives you this spark, all this inspiration, all this idea to go in this direction. It's just like all, it all feels divine. That's probably the easiest way to explain it. So this uh, human design chart makes so much sense around the type being the generator and then the strategy is to respond. So essentially with that strategy is that like you don't need to force things to happen. You kind of just follow what is happening or like keep doing what lights you up and then the next thing will come your way kind of thing. Yes, exactly. It's it's about pouring into what is bringing the energy back to you. Again, that center is meant to be regenerative. So the not self theme, basically when you're out of alignment with that, what shows up, the signature is frustration. <laughs> to your Story point of, of my that, life. <laughs> that meltdown. Yes. So basically what like the classic example here is wow. if you're in a job, for example, where you are pouring your energy in and it's draining it out of you, you're not getting it back. It's not fulfilling to you. It's not satisfying to you. Um, even if it's meeting some goal, it's not your goal. Mm-hmm. And ultimately that's the fastest way for you to kind of like dim that light within you mm-hmm. where when, you know, when you're doing something you love, when you're recording podcast episodes, for yeah. example, you're, it's pouring back into you as quickly mm-hmm. as you're pouring it out. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that to your point, like we're going to be talking and for all we know, we're going to have something else come out of this. We're going to have exactly. a new opportunity present itself yeah. solely just out of response of you doing this thing that you love doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. People recognize I... that. They can feel the frequency of how lit up you get by it. And that then energizes other people. Okay, this is amazing. And that frustration piece, I'm literally just reading it now. It says, not self-theme, frustration. I'm like, shit, you know me so well. (laughs) Yes, I'm a projector. And so my not self-theme is bitterness, which feels so, so on point to me. Like we all feel frustration. We all feel bitterness. It's not to say that you don't if you're not one of these. But Mm -hmm. the way it shows up to me when I'm out of alignment is I get bitter. I get resentful. Like that's how I was feeling at my job. I wasn't necessarily frustrated. I was just like super bitter and resentful about my situation and how I had gotten myself into it in the first place. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. This is so fascinating. I'm loving it. You're, you're, you're like creating this curiosity inside of me now because it, it it doesn't seem so daunting. (laughs) Yes. That's the whole thing. It's like, I know this looks crazy, but I promise let's just distill what you actually want to know from it. And it's going to be helpful. (laughs) Okay. Amazing. All right. What's next? Um, So those are like two of the main ones, like we said, type and strategy. So understanding Mm -hmm. those two, they play off of one another, basically. Then Mm -hmm. authority is the the next one that I would say is most important to know. Um, Mm -hmm. And There's going to be several different types that you can have, but as you can see, inner authority on your chart, yours is sacral. Mm -hmm. And so you can only have that again if you have a generating quality in your type, because none of the other five energy types, like a projector, like I said, that I am, my sacral center is not filled in like that. It's, it's undefined. It's white. 
Wow. <laughs> on so my that, chart. Okay. 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 Um, so essentially that center in me is activated when I'm with people like you, when I'm having yeah. these conversations, wow. but when I remove myself from those situations, sometimes it feels like a battery pack was literally just pulled out of me and it's like power down mode. Oh my gosh. Um, not in a bad way, but it's yeah. just, that's part of the energy cycle yes, for a projector. Yes. And that's also part of the reason why I was like, oh, no wonder this corporate sales role is so depleting to me. <laughs> like I, and people, no one believed that I wasn't so extroverted because when I was around people, I was amplifying their yeah, extroversion. Yeah, them. Mm. And then I would leave their space and be like, oh. <laughs> I, yeah, I get batteries that. removed. Mm. Um, so no. anyway, your authority on the other hand is this is a piece that really guides you through the decision-making process. Essentially okay. it's that inner voice that helps you to make the most aligned decisions again with your authentic truth, what feels most in flow with you at your core, not with, what you think you should do. I think that's probably the biggest caveat with authority is, especially for you, I think you will probably appreciate this. So people with sacral authority, that is essentially the gut reaction. Okay. So you have the ability to know in the moment if something is right or wrong for you. And I hate using mm -hmm. right or wrong, but you know, if this feels like what you should do right now or not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That can be extremely challenging when your body is telling you one signal and your brain is like, no, 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 no. What are you talking about? I just spent three hours getting ready for this date. What do you mean I should walk away the second you see the person? And it has nothing to do with their looks. You're literally just like your gut is telling you this is not the person. Why are you about to waste three hours with them? Yeah. Or I've had somebody tell me that they felt crazy. They, they had been prepping. They had this job interview for exactly what they wanted. They walked into the room to interview for it. And they knew instantly, they literally had like a bodily reaction instantly. Mm. Like this is not it. And their brain was like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> the, the amount of times I have talked myself into things with my head out of like logic is insane that like I could have saved myself a lot of crappy relationships if I had have just listened to that gut instinct because it was always there, you know, mm -hmm. but I think this back in the day when I was like, you know, really young and really new to personal growth and figuring out who I was, I think the, the head part of me still just wanted to be loved you know, and so it was like you go, and that's that was career as well as relationships, you go against yourself, against that gut instinct, because your your mind is like, no, you, you need this, you know, you need this thing to feel worthy or to feel like you're enough kind of thing. So that is incredible because I, I actually have it down to do an episode on teaching uh, people how to connect more with their intuition and connect more with their gut. But it's one of those other things for me that I can't put words to it. And so hearing you say now that this is just like my inner authority, it's like, okay, that makes sense because I struggle to, to teach people how to do it. It's just something that I'm so grateful. It got really quiet for a long time when I wasn't listening to it, but now it's so much stronger. So that's incredible. Thank you yes. for sharing that. Of course. And I, I always have like, I have this um, insight timer, you know, that free meditation yes. app. Yes. I have a 10 minute, uh, how to connect with your intuition, I think is what it's called, but really it teaches you how to connect with the bodily responses 
that you're getting for your body's yes or your body's no. Um, So I always send that to generating clients that have that sacral because it is so helpful to know, to your point, to just recognize your body's yes and no signals. Okay. We're putting that in the description below because that is really interesting and surely somebody would want to listen to that. So that's going to go on the description below. Beautiful. We'll share. (laughs) But yes, the point is that is going to be your, you know, your deepest source of wisdom, if you will, like your body knows before your brain does, before your brain Mm. can make sense of it. So it's really about, again, like to your point, you knew it was there, but you're trusting to listen to it. And I think mm-hmm. the, the biggest lesson I'll say with this one in terms of like, you know, honing that muscle, if you will, no matter what your authority is, is testing it out on smaller things that don't have like, you know, huge consequences if mm-hmm. if you choose the wrong thing, yeah. um, you know, like what you're eating for dinner or something. And just trusting that like, if I listen to this response, even if my brain is like, no, Is it actually going to pan out in the best case scenario? And just seeing like human design is meant to be an experiment. So play with it. Mm, I love that concept. That is so good. Okay. Is there anything else on my chart that we need to go through to then get a further understanding? Or is it those three main things around the type strategy authority? I think to me, if you can really work on those three things. Cause honestly, that's enough <laughs> that is that's going right. to carry you, um, just for your own two cents though. Cause I think this is always interesting to understand the profile. Mm-hmm. Um, yours is, <laughs> yours is six, three. Okay. And I'll just say very briefly, like essentially there's 12 different components of what this can be because there's six different numbers paired differently together yes. and they each speak to different, you know, archetypes, basically for lack of a better word, this role Perfect. that we're mm-hmm. consciously and unconsciously playing in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so the first number is the one you're more consciously aware of. Uh, and this six is this person who is meant to be a role model later in life, but not without going through very distinct phases of life. The first 30-ish years of your life are literally experimental. Like oh, yeah, you are here, that. which is what the three is. The three is the martyr. It's literally the person who has to touch the stove to know they're gonna get burned. That's literally me. Yeah. Um, so that is. That's essentially like the first 30 years of your life are like very much that is the theme. You got to try stuff to know it it is for you or it's not for you. Yeah. And and this is, I think, what all of these things that I'm clearly living because they are me to a T, this is what I teach. Like I teach people how to try to explore things, get creative, get outside of your comfort zone, try new things, just like touch the stove, you know, obviously don't literally touch the stove because it's going to hurt, but things like that, because what's the worst that can happen? You realize, oh, I don't like that. You know, that's not for me. Like lately, I, two most random things, Lately, I've been feeling that I really want to join a trampoline club, like a a big trampoline club and learn how to do flips and things like that, which I've always been so scared of. But I just kind of thought to myself, these places are so safe. Like the whole floors are literally trampolines. There's not a lot that can go wrong. And then the other one is, for some reason, I feel like I want to learn how to skateboard. (laughs) 
and so this is like this is two like randomly outdoor I suppose or like fitness type activity things and I've never had an interest in either of these things and that's just something that's come to me lately so I'm like cool Janelle this is your mission even if you just go to the trampoline club once even if you just meet somebody or have a friend who has a skateboard and borrow that one you don't have to go buy your own first because you don't know if you actually like it but just try stuff out Exactly. Honestly, respond to your point. Like when next time Ah. one of your friends has a skateboard out, like just ask if you could jump on it. You don't have to go buy your own to your point, like make it your identity. Um, I love that. That is so cool. Yes. And just so you know, too, like the next two phases from like 30 to 60, essentially, or 30 to 50 is basically this, if they call it the up on the roof stage, you have experimented a ton (laughs) <laughs> and you have really almost like not not burnt yourself out, but you're like, all right, I, I, I'm going to just sure. like sit on the roof for a while, basically, yeah. and observe what's working for people and what's not. You become mm. more of an observer than an active role player in wow. that way. It's not to say you pause your life, but you kind of just take a step back from filling, filling or not filling, throwing yourself in full throttle 100% of the time. That's so, that makes sense as well, because like my partner and I are very planned and very intentional about our life. And then, you know, once I turn 30, so I'm 28 right now, once I turn 30, we're going to start a family. And so that then I'm already prepared for in a way slowing down or just having to be more present, you know, on, on this little human rather than my own needs and wants. And obviously still, I'm absolutely going to make it a priority to take care of myself and to fill my own cup because I think that's so important and that's something I've seen so many women not do and I I would like to again test not doing that (laughs) and I want to test taking care of myself the whole way through Um, but yeah that obviously will lessen the time available to just jump head into things so um, that is wicked now I know that you have a uh, a downloadable that explains all of this. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? So then the lovely, lovely lady listening can go and get that for herself and do her own human design chart. Yes. So it is called the living by design guidebook and it's a free download. It literally is specific to your type strategy authority that we just talked about. Um, And it's got every single one listed in there. They're only meant to just scroll to the components that deal with your pieces specifically. Okay. Okay. Um, And there's also information in there of how to pull your chart and where Mm -hmm. to pull it from in the first page of the guidebook as well. So you don't have to be like, wait, how do I even understand what I'm looking at? It tells you how to pull your information. Um, And then it'll just spit out the key details for you. Again, you don't know how to read the chart. Just look at the side panel that's telling you the information without having to read the chart. And that's enough. Amazing. So, wow, that is really insightful stuff. I feel like I keep saying fascinating, insightful, but it really is, right? Like this has just got me so jazzed learning about this and also really excited at the potential of how this this chart or these results can really change somebody's life you know when you know more about who you are whether you got there through your own self-discovery or you did this human design chart and that gave you some insights it all helps like I have a client right now who 
she uh, she went to university, she got qualified and has been in the career for a couple of years and now she's just moved cities. And so this for her is an opportunity to try something different. She wasn't really loving what she was in. She was just kind of what we spoke about. She was in there because that's where her family wanted her to go. Mm-hmm. And now that she's moved, she's thinking, oh, well, maybe I could try something different. And so her and I have been working together, actually helping her to... Um, define and articulate her skills in a way where she could then go and apply for a job in a different industry and they'll look at those skills and be like oh cool we could give this person a shot you know and she was really struggling to I guess find skills and attributes about herself and so I tasked her to go and do some different types of personality tests and then she came back the next week and she's like I feel so much more comfortable in myself just from reading these tests or these results, it all makes sense now. And I was like, oh, thank I goodness, love she's so that. good. And yes. now her CV's done. She, she From those results, she pulled things and put them directly into her CV. And now she's confidently applying for these new jobs, whereas there was actually quite a lot of procrastination in making the CV, like she was using the CV to procrastinate because it just seems too scary, this idea of changing industries. Whereas now that she's done these personality tests, she's kind of like regrounded and of like, no, I can do this. This is what I'm supposed to do. So now this human design chart is another layer that's helping you again to learn more about yourself. And so that makes so much sense how you connect helping people to find their life purpose and their identity through the likes of human design you know because what you've just I guess affirmed for me within myself is like wow thank you you know that's really really cool yeah I mean I I exactly that's what it is it's the people who are coming (laughs) to me are essentially so disconnected from themselves usually they're at this point of they want to know themselves but they don't even know how at this point Mm. they don't even know where to start and this is such a helpful tool. Any personality type test is going to be such a helpful tool in, again, just telling you what you already know, but having it mirrored back to you. So you can almost feel that permission slip again to like, not force what's not for you. Cause I think that's what we get stuck in. It's like these, again, all these like external circumstances and expectations. And this is basically saying, Hey, like maybe it's not working and you've, you've hit this wall because you're trying to make that work. And that's not who you're designed to be. Absolutely. And just clarify for me, the information that you put into the human design chart, that's around your birthday and the time or day you were born. Is that right? Have I missed anything there? Yes. So it's going to be very similar to pulling a birth chart, like astrological natal chart. Um, So you're going to need your birth time, including AM or PM down to the Mm -hmm. minute um, Mm -hmm. to get it really accurate. Mm -hmm. And then also your birth date, including the year, and then the location down to the city. Wow. Yes. And so just like, so you know why, just very brief is this system is based off of astrology, the Kabbalah, Chinese I Ching, the chakra system, quantum physics, um, you know, genetics and biochemistry. It's all of these different, already very complex systems layered Mm. on top of each other and showing how they're working in tandem with one another. And that's how you come up with this like very unique energetic blueprint where yours is 
not the same as even any other 6-3 sacral generators out there. Doesn't matter. Mm. The nuances are going to be what differentiates the two of you. So what would you say to somebody listening who's, you know, they've stuck on for this long, so there's obviously some kind of interest there, <laughs> but they're like, uh, I don't know if that's for me, that sounds a little bit BS, to be honest. What would you share or say with them? Yeah, I would say, first of all, never do anything that doesn't resonate with you. Mm. I have a friend actually who I was talking to today mm-hmm. who pulled her chart two years ago, similar reaction that you had, never looked at it again. And now she's down a rabbit hole because now's the time in her life where she's feeling really connected and drawn to it. And she literally just bought like six books on it and she's so intrigued. So um, um, there's that. And then I also love to say this because I feel this way about astrology too. Uh, I personally don't believe it's something you need to believe in. It's more a tool that should be used to better understand yourself. You can literally just look at this and believe it or not, doesn't matter. Just see it as prompts. Do I resonate with being somebody who gets frustrated when I'm out of alignment or or do I not? And either way, that's giving you something to reflect on about yourself. Like to me, it's it's a tool to understand yourself at the end of the day. Absolutely. And when you're in the world of wanting to improve your life, improve your confidence, become the best version of you that you can, every single tool is going to um, guide you or teach you something about yourself. And you either, you know, do the tool or learn the tool and you're like, eh, that's not for me and get rid of it. Or you might love it. And so in your case, that was human design and astrology. Both of those tools were like, oh my goodness, I love these. I'm grabbing these. And now you're making a career out of it. Like you literally were able to leave this corporate job that wasn't fulfilling you anymore and are making a career serving and helping other people to learn about their own human design and astrology. How does this feel for you? Like, do you feel like this is you living your truth now and you're fully in alignment now? I feel so much more energized every day. Like, I feel like that's always a good sign when you Mm. wake up in the morning and you actually want to do your job. Mm. (laughs) That's a great sign. Um, Do I feel fully in alignment? I don't know. I don't, probably not. I mean, I think it's a, that's a progress thing that is always evolving. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, But I do feel so much more aligned and I feel on the right path. I think that's, that's more what it's about to me. I don't know that we necessarily are ever like 100% in flow all the time. Yeah, I think it's more about the direction of the flow than anything else. And my clarity around what I care about in life and who I am is, is so there that I'm staying on the path that's going in the direction I want it to. And it doesn't have to be this like definitive thing. It's just, I know that the things I'm doing now feel so good to me and they feel so right to me and they're serving people to your point. And like, that's, Mm. that's all I could ever ask for. (laughs) Mm, 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 mm. That just like fills my heart. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Same. (laughs) Me too. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you so much, Claire, for being on the show today, for telling us and demystifying human design, because, you know, from the start of the episode, I was like, what the shit is this? But now (laughs) I'm literally one of those people. I pulled that chart back in, I think it was August 22, maybe. Um, 
didn't even understand it, didn't even look at it, just pulled it, put it in my personal development folder and haven't pulled it out again until you and I started talking, you know? So thank you so much for explaining that and also for giving these insights and uh, inspiration to the lovely lady listening who can now go and uh, understand her own human design chart, having previously pulled it and never understood it or never looked at it, or now being able to go and download your Living by Design guidebook to do the chart and understand it all and now be able to start like testing and and living more in alignment with that or you know getting on that journey of being in alignment with that so thank you so much Claire it's been awesome having you on the show today of course thank you for having me this was really fun